Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Adrian, and I'm here with my co-host Ryan. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast so we can drink all about Disney with other theme parks and Disney-loving fans, just like you. Today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to kick back, turn down the house lights... And just have a fun chat about my most recent trip to Disney World. I'll share my thoughts on a bunch of new things that happened and some tips so you could learn from my mistakes. And it'll just be fun and chill. So without further ado, let's chat. Hey, Rye. Hi. <laughs> the lights are low. Dim the house lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling real ambiance. Yeah, right it's, just, it's just, just a very, you know, cash. App. Yeah, it's, it's it's a perfect like uh, late summer, early fall day. Mm-hmm. Feeling and feeling in the need for a little uh, little post work beverage. Post work bev, and then also like when you just get back from a trip, you just kind of want to oh, chat. You gotta you gotta have that that you gotta yeah, decompress decompression zone. You gotta like you yeah. know figure out like oh, am I booking? Do I book yet? Right. <laughs> you can process, like, how do I feel about things? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in, in the moment, there's it's like you're overstimulated. Always overstimulated in the moment. And, you know, this trip, kind of like, you know, like going home, you know, because we'd go so often. Yeah. You know, every, you know, every few, what yeah. changed, what stayed the same. Yeah. You know, who, uh, what was my favorite thing that I did or ate or, or saw or experienced. And, uh, yeah, it's always good to, like, re- uh, recap, know, recap, and go yeah. over it. Yeah, and uh, and this year we get to well with this trip we get to share it with uh, with all you, right? Which and is I is awesome. I went for a long time. So I was there from September eighth to September fifteenth. Yeah, you want like straight newbie version? Yeah, <laughs> like I've never. I can't tell you the last time I did an eight day, seven night trip. It's a long. I, time. I usually it's do these sick. quick little weekend trips. Um, so I have a lot. Like, I saw things change from day to day. Yes. And so I have a lot of thoughts. So Ryan's actually going to moderate this conversation because I could totally go off the rails here. <laughs> and I think you'll help me kind of yeah, well, we're we're digest talk, I mean, it. I'm sure we're going to hop off the rails here and there, yeah. but, but at least we'll, we'll you know, keep going down the track. Let's mosey into it. Mosey on down the track. What would you like to talk about first? What so, are you drinking first, by the way? I'm drinking a Corona. I, got, I have a, a Bud Light. Okay, so we're just chilling with beers. We ain't fancy the today. The house lights are down. Yeah, the house lights are down. <laughs> we're just we're just getting it done. Um, I had what Take I had. Take a big sip. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and uh, you know, like all of our our at the bars or our on the couches or whatever the hell we're going to call these, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we're we're kind of going as long as the as the beer lasts. So we each have a beer, and you know, we're going to go until this is gone, and then you know, we'll we'll, we'll see you next time. See yeah. you real soon. Yeah. Aw, you stayed on brand. <laughs> I did. Aww. I always do. Uh, so, Adrian, you did something uh, that we've been talking about mm-hmm. for a very long time on this trip. A uh, an outside uh, outside the norm for a New Yorker to mm. maybe do. So, do you want to tell everybody your newest giant Disney purchase? A big reveal. Dun, 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 dun. I, for the first time in my life. I'm a Disney World annual pass holder. And that's what I thought would happen. 
when they handed me the <laughs> handed no fireworks no fireworks oh. not even a cat like not even a confetti gun nobody even whistled at you no you didn't get cackled I was <laughs> waiting I'm looking at the cast member like are you gonna dance you're gonna sing did, did, did the dapper dance come out so all right like <laughs> I I don't know this process all that much so uh, where where do you do it okay so. Interestingly enough, like I said, my trip was from September 8th to the 15th. September 8th was the day the annual passes came back. <laughs> okay. So, naively, I'm going about my day with my, my sister and my niece and nephew were there with me for the first two nights, three days of my trip. And we get, and I, I know that in order, if you already have tickets for your trip, either you're like in the middle of using them or you haven't started them yet. You could, t- you could upgrade those tickets to an annual pass. So that means that they will take the money that you spent on those and deduct it from the, the cost of the annual pass. Yeah, kind of like if you're like halfway through your day and you're like, I really need a park hopper today. You can right, you can upgrade it. Right, so gotcha. I, my, we, just, we wanted to go to Magic Kingdom the following day. We didn't have tickets for that. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. I know you can either go to the parks or you can go to guest services at Disney Springs. And that's where they could do the transition period. It's very hard to get them on the phone right now. Okay. Um, so we got to Disney Springs, and we go and eat dinner. And then I just mosey, like like it's no big deal, mosey over to guest services thinking, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here yeah. to upgrade. Yeah. Part, part, the, part the line. Yeah. It, part the queue. So they were like, there's someone standing there, and they're like, um, there's currently a two-hour virtual queue that you have to get into to even get up to the register to purchase your ticket. And I was like, what? I was like, I wish I would have known that an hour and a half ago when I went and had dinner. And like, we were with my niece and nephew who are very young, four and one. So like, I I had a decision to make. I'm like, I could either stay and just hang out in Disney Springs. It was pretty early at that point. Or I could, you know, just try to do it in the morning before the park, which I don't like. I didn't like that idea of like waking up early. I'd rather just like hang out a little bit. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, and I, so she left. And then I waited. I got a Starbucks. I went to some stores. It was very rainy. And then, yeah, they called. They finally, I think it was almost three hours when they called me. But I heard some people waited seven hours in virtual queue. Um, I mean, they text you. So you're, like, standing around. Like, they text you. It's time to come back. You just went shopping. I just went shopping. I enjoyed the ambience. I went live on TikTok. I did some things. I, I, you know, I really looked around the merchandise. I, I didn't. I realized that now. Like, when we were just, like... World of Disney is the busiest place on property. Yeah, I get I don't a lot like of, it. I get real anxious in there. I don't um, like it. Yeah, especially after the redesign, because mm. it's like too sparse. Right. I don't know. Like, there's not enough. Like, it's it's very merch forward. It's weird. Yeah, and it's I like do an think Apple you can find more with, unique stuff at other places. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't like the, where they're yeah, going. <laughs> I don't like it either. So so. Okay, so yeah, no. Then, then I, you know, I did it. It was easy once. Once I and you're you're out of you're out of state, so there's only one pass you can get. You can only get the Incredit Pass, which is twelve hundred ninety nine dollars. So you you could do the that only gets you into WDW, right? Just Disney World. Yeah. So I think you can do the one other pass that's like the both, like the California and the Florida. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you can, but. but you can't get in any of the lower tiers. The only way you could get a lower tier is if you're a DVC. Yeah. And so they can get the one that's one step lower. 
Um, but in all honesty, like the price differences aren't that crazy, and the and the one that you got has like very 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 few it's blackout like the, dates. It's right? like the Rolls Royce. Yeah, no blackout dates. Five reservations at a time. Yeah, that's that's the jam. That's yeah, where you, go. you don't have you don't get Photo Pass unless you add it for a hundred dollars, and you don't get Water Parks unless you add it for like a hundred dollars too. But I don't need either of those. I take yeah. my own photos. Yeah, true. But these are things that like you know always can. They it you wouldn't know. you can always add them too. I found out. Yeah. So if like, I I decide. On like the next time I'm there, like you know what I'm just gonna add it. Now I've already paid that off, so I'll, maybe I'll add it. Sure, sure, sure. You know, one thing I will say about this: a lot of time I hear that they push with people with the annual pass. They're like, you could do it up until the last day that your ticket. Like, so if you had a five day ticket, you could upgrade to an annual pass on the fifth day. But I think that's stupid. Be- they say it's good because then you're essentially getting like five extra days to your year because your annual oh, pass okay. starts starts on the first day. Yeah. But like. I got. I really enjoyed the twenty percent off merch sure. and the ten percent off dining, and like so, that really saved me money throughout the course of my trip. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, totally. I mean, like if if you were knowing that you know maybe you're not a big restaurant person mm-hmm. at the at in the, you know in the world, and you you picked out what merch you wanted to get, like yeah. you know you could make all your purchases on that last day. Yeah, and then you know maybe it makes more sense because you get those extra five days. But if you're out of state, anyways, like like your circumstances, then it doesn't. You know those extra five days. You know you're planning your trip out in advance, anyways. In you advance, can, yeah. yeah. Like it's not like you're like popping in for the week, you know. Right. So for the weekend, I will say that the funny thing about me becoming an annual pass holder on my first day, which I I was seventy five percent sure I was doing. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't ready to pull the trigger until my sister decided, like, we were going to go to Blizzard Beach. And she was like, you know what? We have to go to Magic Kingdom. My nephew, like, really wanted to go. I, I called that way You out did. You I called was like, that. I was, like, I was like, you're going down there and Charlie's cool and not going to Right away. We were on the bus, Kingdom. and he said to us, when are we going on Haunted Mansion? Yeah. yeah. So she was like, all right, we've got to go to Magic Kingdom. And I was like, ended up having the most perfect day. The, the day that she was there, no lines. Awesome. And I was a little concerned about that because I'm like, this is the first day after the annual pass where I thought like the floodgates would open, but actually it didn't happen until the weekend. Um, I will say this land, like I created a whole itinerary, which I showed you. It was psychotic. Mm-hmm. Land blessed the whole thing because I was originally going to only be in the parks for three days and a boobash. And then I was in the parks every single day up until my flight. Yeah. And I saw Happily After five times. I would go to another park during the day and then be like, all right, I'm going to head over to Magic Kingdom and go see Happily Ever After. So, like, how, how are you, what's your feelings now? I mean, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are annual pass holders. I'm sure a lot of them, like me, have always thought about it, but never, you know, uh, never convinced themselves that they would go enough to, like, make it worthwhile. I, I mean, now, now that you've spent a week down there and had the ability to just pop in for... You know, a couple hours or whatever. What What are your thoughts? I mean, I will like, say that almost already it's paid for itself because I went from I went eight days in yeah. the parks. Um, the major difference was I didn't feel. I felt my trips are all about like feeling chill, and this even chilled me out even more because I was like, I don't have to get up at rope drop. I don't have to go on everything because if I miss something, I can go tomorrow. I can just like hop on the Skyliner and, and ride Tower of Terror if I want to. Yep. I was park hopping, which I never do. I usually just buy single-day tickets. And I really like park hopping now. Park hopping's amazing. Now I'm back. Like, everyone was like, I don't think it's necessary. And I'm like, but if you're at a park like Hollywood Studios, where there's no nighttime entertainment, like, 
I got to go to Hollywood Studios during the day and then peace out and then go watch Happily Ever After, like, yeah. and go ride Pirates or go ride People Mover, yeah. you know, like, I mean, one like ride. If, you know, if you want to get, look, each place has its own vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, you might be down with, you know, like, you really want to do Star Wars yeah, and, and experience that in the morning, but, like... You know, by three o'clock in the afternoon, you want you know a much chiller vibe. And yeah, then you're or you like, want to eat food at Epcot. Yeah, exactly. I can. Ke- I kept being able to go to food and wine and have like because w- it's it's very hard to to do food and wine. Like it, you you think you could just be eating. <laughs> I mean, in the sense of like you think you could just be eating all the time. Oh no, you got to plan it out a little bit. It's like you have two things and you're full. Yeah. Like the, well, we're going to do an episode on food and wine coming up because yeah. I you know, but I just. I think it was great that I was able to just be like, you know what, I'm going to go to Epcot and I'm going to grab, like, I, I didn't get that cheddar bacon soup from the Can- Canadian Pavilion. I'm going to have it on my way out. And that was the last thing I, well, no, the last thing I ate on my trip was grasshoppers. Um, so let's, let's we'll get into that. Yeah, we're, we're, well, let's get into it now. Why not? So, like, what was your, the favorite thing that you ate during your your eight days in, in the okay, magic? Okay, I'll tell you what my favorite thing that I ate. My favorite restaurant that I ate at, I ate at three restaurants. I ate at Ohana, Sci-Fi Dine-In, and Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. You have created a monster out of me. Brown Derby is 100% my favorite restaurant yeah, on property it's, now. it's the jam. Ryan told me, like, years ago, like, you've never been to Brown Derby. Like, you've got to go. And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's my favorite restaurant on property. No, it's, it, it's super classy. <laughs> it's delicious. It's so, I crave that salad. Like, now I dream about that salad. It's yeah. like I'm dreaming about a salad. They got really good cocktails. Also, yeah, margarita flight. Yeah. $17, three full margaritas sat in front of you. That's insane. That's so unheard One margarita is $15. Yeah, might as well make it three. My waiter was like, uh, I didn't even, he he was like, I'm I'm like, you don't have to say the flight, sir. I'm getting the flight. I know I'm getting the flight. So that was my (laughs) favorite. (laughs) Don't tempt me with what I'm doing. Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, I had Ohana breakfast, which, like, it's the standard Disney type breakfast, but it's like unlimited pog juice. You get that like that um pineapple bread. So they were out of pog juice right before you went. Right, I heard. Yeah, and I could probably be the reason why they're out of it now because <laughs> I drank so much. Of it. And by the way, just know that they'll like give you a to go cup, which is dope. Just pog to go. Pog to go. Uh, pog is pineapple, pineapple. orange guava. <laughs> I was like. I was like two weeks ago years old when I found out that that's what yeah. that was. And it's just those three juices mixed together, but it does yeah. make for a delicious tropical punch. Uh, yeah. So that was my favorite like meal was Brown Derby. I also ate the Sci-Fi Dine-In, which I think it's a great place just for the ambiance. Like, I love it's the so theming fun. of it. It's the not food's, The food's not good. The, I did have really good... You sh- everyone should get the um, the fried pickled appetizer. I could have had, like, seven of those. They were really good. But it's it's basically, like, Chili's food. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, but no, it's, it's all about... Like, the, about being in the... Yeah, being about in the thing. And it, I just... I loved it. I, I had a very early reservation, like, 11 a.m. It's the only one I can get. But it, I was, like, empty. I had my own pink convertible. Yeah. that <laughs> That's the one restaurant that, like, I... I kind of feel a little weird soloing. 
Okay, I didn't feel weird soloing because I ate early and it wasn't really packed. Yeah, I think if if you do it smart like you did, then you you know no problems whatsoever. But like if you're in like the thick of it and there's like a whole family <laughs> and, like and next to you car yeah, and a full car, <laughs> and it's just you like soloing at the fucking drive-in. Here's what I'll tell everybody though: watching be- they. <laughs> <laughs> I get nothing but questions about like solo trips. Aren't you lonely? Blah blah. blah. And the answers are a resounding no. But as a content creator, I'm constantly kind of like filming. So, I think I get a pass because people are like, oh, she's yeah. obviously. So I would she's say on, people, she's on the jazz. She's 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 on the clock. I would say if you're really not, you know, like comfortable, just take out your phone, start taking pictures of your food, like take a couple shots of it, you know, like film yourself, like saying, mmm, delicious. People think you're a content creator. It'll be fine. Yeah, and to be honest, uh, at that point, you are, so just post it. <laughs> just post <laughs> just it. Post it. Do a review. We're not doing anything special. Uh, we're just talking to you. <laughs> so um, so my favorite, like, food food, though, obviously 100% is popcorn. I, I shoveled so much of that in my mouth. Hell yeah. Uh, that um, all the time, all day long. But in terms of, like, best thing I ate, like, new thing, food and wine, the Benet Trois Fromage. Well, that sounds dirty. It was. <laughs> um, it was in the France Pavilion. It was a cheese, three cheese filled beignet. Wow. I mean, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, like liquid cheese. It was gooey. Yeah. And it's just like you bit it, and it just kind of went everywhere. It was amazing. It was sexual. Oh wow. <laughs> It was really good. Um, I also really like the braised beef poutine. But, like, I'm from New York, and I don't know good poutine, but this is, like... Yeah, you. I mean, you say that all... I that, love that's, their that's poutine. Your, you the always f- go there. Refreshment for... port, they had the lobster yeah. poutine at, at, at Festival of the Arts. They had this was the braised beef poutine. Chef's kiss. Perfect. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of popcorn, mm. uh, during... So you went to Boobash where you get unlimited popcorn, yeah. where you can shovel as much of that shit. In yeah, your mouth yeah as they you just want. keep handing it to you. Yeah. So what did you think about? Uh, oh, we're gonna move on to Boobash. I mean, yeah. Let's. Okay. So. Right. Like, yeah. Let's talk about Boobash. This is. Let's talk about. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the new versions of parties in Disney. So this is one of those things where it's like you have to really absorb your thought. You have to. It's got to sink in. It was hard for me. I was too close to it right away. Yep. I couldn't understand what was off about it until yeah, I. Re- you you told me like I talked yeah. to you the I think the next mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. And you were like, "Did you?" I, you straight up asked me like, "Did you buy?" Your your holiday tickets, yet. right? Very Marius, yeah. Tickets and and I said yes, but from your tone, I was like yes, but I'll understand if you don't <laughs> want to go with me <laughs> because I'm gonna go because I'll have FOMO. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Um, and I and I actually here's the thing. The, if if you're a fun person, you'll have fun at these events. Like I had fun at Boobash by myself, shoveling popcorn in my mouth, dancing to I always feel like somebody's watching me and, you know, the the monster mash and, mm-hmm. you know, running around on rides. You know, I, I ate, another thing that I really now know I love is that strawberry ice bar that they have. Oh, you get good. unlimited ones. Of those, and it was 97 degrees. So it's like, you know, they give you water. They give you soda. It's you're going to have fun. But here's where they it appeared that they cheaped out, and I know how I, and I, here's how I know I'm right. Okay. The cavalcades were one float. One float would randomly go by you. They gave you the times where it was going to happen. They'd be like, Jack Skellington is going to be at 10, 10 o'clock starting in 
Frontierland. So people would, like, wait a little bit, you know, like, and he, it would just be one float, and he would fly right by. Oogie Boogie was on the back. That made it feel weird. That happened, there was, like, four different cavalcades that happened randomly throughout the night. There was no reason for that. They do Happily Ever After every single night. That hub is packed with people. They're trying to say they're doing that for social distancing. There's not a, th- a third of the people watch parades over fireworks. Yeah, yeah. So the, it should have at the very least been like three floats long. It would have felt like there was a reason for you to stand there and wait 15 minutes for one float to go by. It wasn't... It, it wasn't special because it flew by you and I, I, I just didn't like it. And if they really thought, like, they could have like, made people wear their masks when the parade went by. But I don't understand the logic because I was packed in there at Happily Ever After every night. Mm. So it just seemed like ugh, the lighting package was weak. During Mickey's Not So Scary, Main Street USA is, like, Bumping in different colors and music. None of that happens. None of that. It was just no, like business as usual Bi- on Main Street. It, there was music. There was um, Halloween music, but well, that was it. But isn't Halloween music kind of going on at night there during no. this time of year anyways? No. No? They made the castle like blue and green, you know, so they, they tried to vibe out a little bit. The fountains were a little blue and green, but there used to be these projections on the ground. There's a couple of them. Yeah. But it's not the way it used to be. There used to be a fog machine. I don't understand why we don't get the fog machine. Yeah, a lot of this stuff, you know, projections and fog machines, like, if you're set up for it... If you're set up for it, it shouldn't be an expense. No. So, there were no ride overlays. How much does it cost to turn the lights off in Space Mountain and put Halloween music? Like, I don't understand why that was cut. We're still going on Space Mountain. Yeah. Why cut that? That The ride overlays at Disney World are not disruptive like they are in Disneyland. Disneyland's still doing them right now. Disneyland did their ride overlays. How come the ones that are Disney World, where they don't take effort to do, were cut? Yeah, it's a great question. It seems like like the whole idea that this was a party that was going to happen maybe was an afterthought or like, you know, like the... But... But they had months. They had months, and they could have been like, all right, we're going to turn the lights off and Space Mountain. We're going to put the, the Halloween music on. We're going to change the lighting to that package that it was at Teacups and change the music. Like, those were not disruptive changes. Yeah. It's weird that they weren't, they weren't done. Um, I did hear, hear that they cheaped out on handing out candy. I don't know. I don't know. That's hearsay that someone messaged me on TikTok and said, they were very chintzy with the candy. Yeah, because you didn't do. Uh, I didn't do you didn't it. Do the candy. I didn't the, do the candy. The, what are they called? The, the treat trails. The treat trails. Yeah. I didn't do that. I don't really eat candy, so I was like, I'm not going to waste my time doing it. Um, and there weren't like that many meet and greets either happening. I mean, right, right now during you know the post weirdness of the world or whatever. I don't. You can't like go up and like hump hump a poo's leg or anything. <laughs> you can't. But, no, you shouldn't do like, that at any time. Well, you know, to each their own. <laughs> but uh, but. I think you can go, like, I've seen how it was done in Disneyland where there was, like, there was a lot of uh, villain characters out. Disneyland had tons of villains. And and you would, like, take a picture 10 feet in front of them or whatever. There's a couple out here, like, I mean, Chip and Dale are out, but they're kind of out all day long, I notice, in Magic Kingdom anyway. The Winnie the Pooh characters are out in their little costumes. Um... uh, You know, the woman, I forget her name, that sits at Haunted Mansion that, you know, she's a... You know, improv mm-hmm. actor. She's out, um, and there's also sometimes a butler with her. 
So there's a couple little things. Um, Goofy was out. Goofy, Pirate Goofy is out, and he's actually interacting with you a lot. So there are some characters, um, but it wasn't like it, anything like they had a, a, a not so scary. It just felt like what should be offered for free on any random be, day exactly. in the ball in the park. Right. And it's just, I think what's frustrating is that Disneyland got all of this and more. I don't know why so much was cut from us. Essentially, it was a glorified after hours. After hours are just you ride the rides and you get that unlimited popcorn, soda, all that stuff. This was obviously you also got like some cavalcades and some different like music, I guess, and a couple of characters. So it yeah. was plus, but I don't know if it was worth the price difference for after hours to yeah. go bash. And this, this price for the ticket was more than... Not, not, not so, so scary. Yeah. You know, it was like, like it's been like an increase. Substantial, an increase, like increase. 30% increase. Yeah. Um, you know, coming up to the Christmas party, you know, I'm, I'm willing to bet that it's going to be the same situation where it's, you know, you're kind of not getting as much as what was once given. And Well, they did hear that, they did hear our cries of, of anger and they, they are including a parade and, and fireworks at Mer- Very Merriest. Yeah, so but they, all, they always were, though. I mean, those at least on the ticket, it, it's always said right, that. Right, but I'm saying that even they, before people they were are like going to have up, that, uh, which is makes it not as shitty. Sure, because there's no special fireworks at this either. Yeah, that's a bummer too. Yeah, you just watched happily ever after with everybody, and then there was like goodbye. Yeah, so that I mean, like what you ended up experiencing was like kind of like so when I went to the '80s party in mm-hmm. Disneyland, yeah, they had to cancel the special fireworks because of inclement weather. It was, like, really, really windy that day, oh, okay. that night. So, like, we lost out on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but they did do projections, like, all up and down Main Street and on the on the castle, on, on Matterhorn. Uh, and they had, like, dance parties all over the place, like, all themed out. And, and no, free, no free food. That was the other, like, kind of bummer. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's still a blast. That's what I'm saying. You're still, still going to have... It's still fun. Yeah, it's still a good time. So... so yeah. So... Could be better, but you're glad that you went, right? I'm glad I went. I'm not going to lie. There were nights where there was a boobash where I was like, I wish I was staying for boobash. You know what is nice about it? Staying at the park's late because that doesn't happen anymore. Parks close at 9 o'clock now. So it's like the fact that I was at the park until midnight. I liked that. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, we would stay there until 1 a.m. The park was open until 1 a.m. I worked at Hollywood Studios when it was open until 1 a.m. Hollywood Studios, which is now like... Eight or nine. Yeah. Well, what the? F- I mean, even back then, like, what the hell would you be doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Midnight. Especially there, there was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing uh, there. The at that parks point. were open. Yeah. Um, um. So I did do a split stay on this trip. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I stayed for the first time at the Grandestino Tower, which is the new tower at Coronado Springs. Oh, okay. And um, so. You've stayed at Coronado Springs a couple times now. I stayed at it recently, and I really hated my experience because I was so far away. Like, it's, it's, a really big, Springs, it's a really big resort. It's a lot of walking. If you're in the ranchos, like, you are, you might as well be in a ranch in, in I don't know, uh, Utah, because that's how far it is to, wow. like, get to anything. So staying in Grandesino Tower, I will say, like, in terms of pros, it's super convenient because the, the you go in the building, you push your elevator, and you go up. And you're back at your room, which is so nice. Um, so there is kind of nothing more of a bummer when, you know, you've had a really long yeah. day in the park and you finally get back, you you know, you you take that step off the bus and you're at your home resort 
And then you realize, oh, I've got to walk, gotta walk for another. I've got to walk a mile now. Dude, that happened on my last day. At, it's at it's Car- a little brutal. I, it's it's brutal. And at that point, you're just like, put a fork in me. I'm done. Like, it, yeah. So it it's also very elegant, this Grand Casino Tower. It does not feel like a moderate. In terms of value that you get, it's the one resort, I will say, on property where it's like you can't say that it's overpriced. Cool. It's usually in the low 200s to stay there, and the the tower itself feels like a deluxe. It's nice. stunning. Um, That's great to hear because, you know, in the past, mm, I'd say like 10 years, mm-hmm. really, I've been, pre- you know, I'm, a, I'm an architect. I pay attention to the hotels. Mm-hmm. I've been like really disappointed with the artistic merit of the hotels that have come out during like the the Iger and Chapek mm. era of Disney. Uh, they're just like kind of, uh, they could be anywhere. Like they have very okay. little theming. Sure. You know, the uh, I, I know that many people really like the new um, Riviera. Riviera. Uh, to me, it looks like it's any hotel, Joe, Joe Schmo Hotel in Branson, Missouri. You know, yeah. like it could be a Hilton it could be a Sheridan. It could be, you know, it could be yeah. whatever. So I agree with you on that. I'm not. I'm not impressed yeah. by the. Riviera. I, I do. I think that it's it's still nice looking. For sure. You know? And they like. I know that they have like the beautiful murals, uh, and stuff like that. But uh, go fuck yourself. Right. There. Like we're like, like we're used to the theming where it's like it's something like something like Riverside that's heavily themed to. Yeah. Supposed to be the South, like in Wilderness the, Lodge. You the walk Wilderness in and there's, Lodge. There's a, you know, uh, eighty foot totem pole. Like. Right, like that's theming. That's yeah. what like you think of when you think of Disney. Like these are kind of very cookie cutter. Um, so we'll say that 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 part of it is really nice. I think it's great for so. It's a convention resort, so there's a lot of you know business people there. So it, it was designed so that those seven people can feel very comfortable in the resort because those other rooms out in, in at Coronado Springs feel very Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't feel very Disney. That's that's one of the cons. It's not very Disney. Um, it's not very kid-friendly. The beds are very high. There's a lot of sharp edges. Um, there's a giant pyramid where for virgin sacrifices... You know, yeah, yeah, there's a Werther's original um, machine. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> wait a whole machine for Werther's original. The the, re- the really the iced coffee at the bar on the main level was the best iced coffee I ever had in my life. Wow, that's a pro tip. Right, pro um, tip, you heard it here. So first. you don't even get WDW on your television. At, what? Yeah, you don't get WDW on your television there. That's well, how, now like, that Stacy's gone, I don't care. So yeah, well, yeah must do is get Stacy back. Um, so those are my thoughts on Grand Estino. Um, I think it's really good for solo travelers and couples. Not really good for fans. It's not a family place, but you can stay in the the outskirts. is very family-oriented. And then I switched over to the Caribbean Beach, which has slowly, because of the Skyliner, my new favorite mode of transportation in Disney World, become my one of my top resorts, my preferred resorts. I don't love the resort, but it's a preferred resort because of that Skyliner. I loved it when I was a kid. That's when uh, when we first started going to Disney regularly. We stayed yeah. there quite a few times, and uh, yeah, it's, I've got. Fond this memories is a very kid friendly resort. Oh yeah, this is like when my sister and that niece pool, and nephew. That pool is the shit. Yeah, I loved it. When I, I think was the pool is better at Coronado, but that pool is cool. Oh, it had like the full like pirate like, pirate castle thing. Yeah, you yeah could it's shoot, cool. You could shoot like cannons and. I wish they themed it out a little more for pirates. 
Now I well, feel like they've sort of like mellowed the yeah. theme out. I don't know what it's like now. I mean, it's been <laughs> 20 years. 30 years since yeah. I was there. So um, no, I mean it's still the same. It's very crowded. It's uh, it's a party that pool. Yeah, uh, I tend to stay at the. I tend to go to the the quiet pools because I'm a single person. So this time I stayed in the Aruba section. So the the Skyliner access there, there's a Jamaica section, which is the Caribbean Beach Skyliner. Aruba, this time Jamaica. Jamaica. Ooh, I to take the you to Hollywood Studios. <laughs> so. Um, I see in the Ruba section, which gives you access to the Riviera Skyliner, and the Riviera is one stop to Epcot. I mean, you're there in four minutes. That's spectacular. It's dope. Like, it's so dope that you're just kind of like, I, I walked out of my room, I was in the, I think I timed it, you know, from the door, from me closing the door to me getting to security was seven minutes. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. There's no wait at that one. Also, people were saying something to me about, some people wrote some things where they were like, isn't the wait for the Skyliner like equivalent to the buses, though? No way. Here's the thing, and I said this. If you're going to go at the peak time, there is going to be a wait for the Skyliner. If you're leaving at a peak, at a peak there is a wait. It's a continually, continuously moving line. Yeah, it's always moving. It's, and there's no way that it's as long as the buses. Do you yeah. remember what it feels like to miss the bus? Oh, you're like, I'm here for a half hour. Yeah. I'm here for a half hour. Worst. I'm standing still on these feet that are already hurt it's with my worst. butt up against that bar that yep. I can't really sit on because it's too high and yep. I'm not 10 anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I go up there. If I fall up there, it's curtains. Uh. Like, it's over. Um, so I love Caribbean Beach for that. The, the thing, the cons are of Caribbean Beach, it is a little outdated. But I... I don't mind that. I like that it has the old school feel, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm, you know I'm down with the yeah. nostalgia. I'm, I'm all about it. There is a massive walk to the lobby. I think the first four days I was there, I never once went to the lobby. First three days I was there. Because I, sure. I went directly to my room, and then it was on the Skyliner. Room to Skyliner, room to Skyliner. There was no reason for me to go to the yeah. lobby. Yeah, so, what, are you going to go complain, you Karen? <laughs> and one thing, just... I'm telling everybody this. If you're going to the Aruba pool, the Aruba quiet pool, the Skyliner literally goes right over it. And it's maybe about like 30 feet up. You you don't feel like you have a lot of privacy. I, when I was on that Skyliner, I saw very directly into the pool. So I knew when I was there that like I was on display. I was probably on people's videos and home movies. So it's not super private. So just keep that in mind. Because the Skyliner is like over you at all times. Yeah. So it's... If you're somebody that's sort of cagey about that stuff. But if you like that kind of stuff. Then sign you yeah. up. You got your voyeur dream come true. <laughs> so those are my those are my hotel experiences. That's cool. I, you know, I've, uh, I've never stayed at Coronado Springs, but I've always been interested in it. And like I said before, Caribbean Beach is always going to have a little soft spot in my heart for that one. Uh, I didn't realize you never stayed at, at Coronado Springs. Yeah, no. Oh. Because okay. I didn't really attend very many conventions. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. So we we talked about uh, about your what you ate. You mm. said that so food and wine was. How, what, what were your feelings about it this time around? We're going to do a food and wine episode. I'll just say the food and wine overall is my least favorite of all the festivals. Agreed. It's the most lackluster. It's it's the festival because there happens to be a gap between festivals. It was the first festival. I think it was this year celebrating its like twenty or something year or something like that. Or yeah, could even be more than that. Um, and it feels that way. They it never really evolved. I mean, it's 
there's nothing to it. I think they should change it to a fall festival. I think they should just offer that stuff all the time. Just for ca- sure. have those things open. But I think it needs to be a retheme because I I love festivals. I love eating these small things and yeah. the new offerings. Um, I think that should be rethemed a little bit to be a fall festival. People love the fall. I wonder if it's like really fucked over their sit down restaurants. For sure. You know, because like people like the sit down restaurants were always packed. I think that's probably a good thing, though. For the people that really want the sit-down restaurant, at least they can get the reservation. Yeah, for sure. Like me, I don't really... And not necessarily have it in, like, a wall-to-wall packed-out house. Yeah, I don't sit down. I eat around the world, so I save up that seat for someone else. Oh, that's so sweet of you. You save it for me because I like to sit. I know you do. Um, So, um, what'd you buy me? <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, so entitled. <laughs> so, uh, but I do want to talk about merch. So, okay, yeah, let's talk about uh, merch. Um, so, you bought a bunch of stuff, I'm sure. Okay, well, uh, here's the thing. I, I did a haul video. I'm going to post it on my on my TikTok. Um, it, it's probably not as extensive as my other hauls because I consider buying an annual pass a huge gift to myself. For sure. Um, I did get a couple things. I got you know obviously a new pair of ears. I got a hat. I bought some stuff for my niece and nephew, even though they were there in the beginning of the trip. I had to buy them a little something else. Um, and one really cool thing that I bought, which was so random, but you know when you're just, like, really drawn to something and you're like, if I if I think about this again, then I've got to get it if I'm in that area. And there was this, like, they had these books that looked like the storybooks that were in the older movies. Oh. But they were made into, look like, a full size, like an 8.5 by 11, but they were made to look like a... Um, like a like like the actual storybook from whatever movie that was, one of the old movies, and you open it up and there'd be like one or with two. like all the like ornate writing on, yeah, like, like the first letter is big and yeah, beautiful. like that old font and everything. Cool. But they made it into like a gilded notebook, and I saw one that was Cinderella, which my two favorite princesses are Tiana and Cinderella, and the Cinderella one had like a lock on it. It was like a metal lock, and it was like jeweled and had like those pretty birds, like those blue. Yeah. Bir- and I was like, I love this. And I was like, you know what? If I think, if I if I still love it, like when I come back, which I knew I was gonna be back, I'll get it. So I did get it, and I may or may not have ordered the Pinocchio one on eBay yesterday. Oh, I think I'm gonna collect them. <laughs> There's a Snow White one that I really want, and like, and the Sleeping Beauty one. They're so, they were so pretty. I, I well, get them now, you know. Yeah, might as well. And Ryan, I did get you something. Yes. Obviously, yes. So, um. Yeah, so this is something I got Ryan because I feel like he would really appreciate it. And I knew, Ryan, I always say this, I knew this before this trip that I was going to get you this. Cool. I saw it and somebody was streaming and I was like, Ryan would love this. Oh, I do. Okay. So here you go. And we'll, um, we'll, post, we'll post pictures of yeah. whatever this is. Yeah, this way. Yeah. Whatever this is, uh, yeah. we'll post pictures of it on our social media so, you can, so you can check it out. So this is a poster calendar from 1971 artwork that was the year. So turn it around. And once I saw this artwork, there's Mr. Toad, there's Country Bears. I was like, Ryan would be so into this artwork. I love it. It's got Florida Bird. I didn't know he was around since 1971. Yeah. Uh, It's got like a map, like a map, like a original map. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. (laughs) So such a jam. Yeah. Killer. Um, I love this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is such a great gift. It's a, It was so, like, vintage and yeah, cool. Totally. I was like, I 
would get Ryan a mug because of our show, but I was like, this time, I was like, this thing was just so cool. Yeah. Um, and in terms of 50th merch. Yeah, so, all right, so so the 50th anniversary is starting up super soon. Starting up so, October 1st, but so they, they're, they're pre- Oh, yeah, they're, they're they loading have, like, it up. They have, like, apparently phases of the merch. So there's, like, the pre-merch, the actual merch, the after-merch. So, like, there's so many phases of the 50th merch. Oh, yeah. And the 50th goes for, you know, 18, 18 months. 18 months. So, so there's going to be many phases of this merch. Yeah. Um, not a huge fan of it, and it was all sold out everywhere that I went. Like, okay. pe- I went live in the world of Disney. People were like, show us 50th merch. And I asked three different cast members. They were like, if there's anything, it'll be on that one table. And then I went over there, and there was nothing there. So that stuff, like... Resellers are the devil, and they've been buying up all that stuff. I never understood, mm. like, the, the the quantifiable date merch. Disney 1988. Right. You know, like, like I understand. 1971, you understand. Well, yeah, sure. I understand, like, the person that, like, this is the one time that I'm going to Disney, and I want to be able to remember in 20 years... You know that that's this, the year that I went. I guess right. I guess I kind of understand that. But a shirt that just says 2019. Yeah, like with Mickey ears on. Well, it. these say like 50th anniversary. I don't. I don't get. Remember, it. remember when Disneyland had the 60th a couple years ago? It was like that was the yeah. biggest deal. Yeah, yeah. Now I the 50th. Is but the, I didn't get it then. And yeah. like, and when they do the 55th or the 60th or the 75th, um. I don't think I'm going to get it. That. It's, I don't think it just. I don't think it works with my the way that my brain. We're not going to be around for the hundredth. Do you Speak like for yourself, dude? I don't know, man. Maybe like our eighties. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe. Eighties. Twenty seventy one. Well, we'll probably make the hundredth for Disneyland. We'll make so, the Disneyland hundredth. So we'll just God. have to do that. We'll, to do we'll that still be reporting on <laughs> the dark. Yeah. Ride. Hey, at, boys and girls. At that point, we're going to be talking about, like, a single paver. Yeah, like, we'll be let's, like... Let's talk for an hour about this single we'll paver. We'll be rating the benches. Yeah. For where you sit. I'm, I'm willing to do that right now. <laughs> I definitely want to do the garbage cans. Yeah, we, we can talk about that right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so in terms of merch, like, I wasn't super impressed. There's so much better stuff in Etsy shops. <laughs> like... You know, in general, like, that's kind of the case. Right. You know, like, if I'm, like, when I go to buy T-shirts for mm-hmm. my Disney trips, because that's, that's right. I always. We just bought a ton, you and I, from yep. Shop LBV. Yep. I, almost everything I wore on this trip was from Shop LV, LBV.com. Yeah, they're great. You should check and them out. you got a couple shirts from them. I got a couple shirts from them. They're great. And, like, and then I go on Public a lot. Yeah. And, like, I just type in, like, Disney and whatever the fuck I'm thinking. And you know, like, up. and it comes up, and it's yeah. and it's amazing artists, and they get paid out from you know if you do. And we're in the or, process of developing our own, own shirts. We are. If there's anything that you all have wanted to see on a t-shirt that like, oh man, I just can never find it. Let me know. I'll make it for you. Ryan's I'm an architect and a designer, and yeah. I'm in marketing and graphic design, so we will develop that. Yeah, you want a cool <laughs> shirt? I'm I'm your man. Let me know. Yeah. So all in all, great trip. It was very hot. The lines weren't bad in the beginning of my trip. They started to pick up. Oh, here's one thing I want to say to everybody. Do not go to Epcot on a Saturday, okay? Don't go to Epcot on a Saturday. Don't go to Magic Kingdom on a Monday. That's, those are rookie mistakes that I made because I thought it doesn't matter. I'm, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And Epcot on a Saturday was a hellfire. It was really horrible. 
don't go to Epcot on Saturday. If you if you only have a weekend available, go. Here's here's my ranking: Sunday, Friday, Saturday. Like try to do it in that capacity because those Sunday is great at Epcot. Saturday sucks. Magic Kingdom Monday. Most people start their vacation on a Sunday and they want their first park to be Magic Kingdom, which means that they go to Magic Kingdom on the Monday. It's historically, even since I was a child, a bad day to be at Magic Kingdom. You don't go to Magic Kingdom on a Monday. I went to Magic Kingdom on a Monday. I went to Epcot on a Saturday. It was stupid. Don't do it. Um, and, um, yeah. Those are great tips. Yeah. <laughs> heed her warning. Yeah, heed my my warning. Those are, st- those are stupid rookie mistakes. It's yeah, Bush you're league. not a rookie. You're listening to a fucking Disney podcast. Yeah. You ain't no rookie. <laughs> but, yeah, great trip. And I can't wait to be back. I might be back in a couple weeks. Definitely. Will we- oh, and speaking of. Yeah. Um, we have a trip announcement. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Two announcements one day. Holy shit. It's a dark ride exclusive. Um, for the first time. For the first time. In For the, the first time in forever. Um, Adrian and I are going to be in the parks at the same time. Right. We are doubling down on a trip Yep. in December, and it's going to be awesome. It is. We're going to be there mid-December. Well, as we get a little closer, we'll, we'll give some more specifics. Um, yeah. Right, right now, I'm just trying to get a better hotel than what I currently have. So, um. same. I'm always doing that right up until the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to be there. And um, Ryan, this is your first time you're going to experience it during the holidays. This is going to be my first, uh, my first Christmas time uh, in the parks. Uh, it's going to be my first. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas be first party. Time a lot, I think. Yeah, like so. I people always say to me, "When's your favorite time of year to go?" And I say, "My favorite time of year to be at Disney is, is December because I love." That's why I'm going. Is because it's Disney you, on crack. Because you told me this is my favorite time. And, well, you and told me that Brown Derby was going to be good, and you were right. See? I'm telling you, this is going to be good, yep. and I'm going to be right, and you're going to get hooked. See, we're just give, giving gifts to one yeah. another. It is the season. So yeah, and maybe we'll like we'll try maybe like as it gets closer, we'll figure something out, and we could plan like a, a little meet and greet. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I definitely want to. We, we wanna, definitely want to meet people in the parks. Yeah, definitely want to. When get I was together. on this recent trip, I want to thank everybody who stopped and came up and said hello. That seriously meant the world to me. There were so many people, listeners of the podcast, followers on TikTok. Um, I got stickers from people. I, I just had a really nice conversation with some people, took some photos, and that meant so much to me. So thank you guys so much for that, anyone that, that did that. And if you see any of us in the park, say hi. Come up and say hi because it's 100%. we so appreciate knowing you guys are listening. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know I'm a lot happier than my face makes it look like I am. Ryan's so. he, he's the he's a friendly person. That's his mo. <laughs> Captain friendly over here. Yeah. So yeah. So that's I think that's it. Anything else? It was your trip, babe. It was that was it. That was my trip. Um, I have so on my TikTok I have daily vlogs. Yes, check so them out. I did like I, they're I've been releasing them. Um, today is a Wednesday, so. There's a couple of them up there. I'll be releasing them throughout the week. So they're little cute three-minute vlogs of my whole entire day. I have I have uh, restaurant reviews going up there. I have pack-with-me videos. I did everything 
But because it's TikTok, it's miniaturized, which is way more digestible. Yeah, which is perfect. And uh, and we're going to put up your haul on YouTube, I I'll think. put that up on today, the day that this episode drops, and I'll put it up on YouTube. So yep. it'll be on YouTube at Drunk Dissier. It'll be on TikTok at Drunk Dissier. It'll be on our Instagram. I'll put it in our Insta story as well. Yeah, perfect. So um, check us out all over the out. all over the joint. The Dark Ride, presented by Drunk Distory, is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating and review, or just telling a Disney Parks loving friend to listen. Uh, email us questions or shout-outs at drunkdistory at gmail.com, and follow us again on Instagram and TikTok for lots of great Disney Parks content, and also YouTube. Uh, it's all under at Drunk Distory. That's it, guys. As always, thanks for drinking Disney with us. Cheers.